Welcome to City Life Church Podcast. Our desire is that all may come to know Christ and fulfill their purpose in life. We welcome you to head over to our website for more information. God bless you and enjoy the message. Good morning. Thanksgiving. So here's a question. Who did not have turkey on Thanksgiving? Who did not? Okay. Well, I don't know. What every day you celebrated Thanksgiving? We get too technical here. So everybody had turkey. So that makes more sense now because I was thinking, I saw the statistic that 46 million turkeys in the United States. That's a lot for Thanksgiving. 46 million, and there's only what, 310 million people or something? That's a lot of turkey. Anyway, just one of those facts. But I wanted to, I wanted to see ratio, what, and it probably substantiates what I'm saying. Yes. Most people have turkey. So hopefully you had a great time and enjoyed uh, your Thanksgiving time. And we're here today, and we're heading into the Christmas season. This is awesome. So you know what is cool when you walk in here on Sunday morning, and you just, this stuff just lands right here? All the decorations, things when you walk in, it just, it's there when you walk in. And it's cool. I just love how that happens. You'd think that people would have to be involved in that, but I guess not. <laughs> That's cool. Well, thank you to all those who participated in that and making that happen. I, um, this morning, continuation in our series called Built to Last, and it really is our life where we're building strong things on our foundation of life that we can last here on earth and be solid in our walk with God. There's so many things that come and challenges that come to our life that try to blow us off course, that to take us away from the things that God's created us to do. And one of the things I want to talk about this morning, and I want to move us through this process, but how many of you have ever dealt with fear in your life? More than the turkey thing, right? I think every one of us can raise our hand that we've dealt with fear. And I know I have many times. And fear is one of those things that it kind of is sort of part of who we are. And uh, there is also a healthy fear, but, you know, the fear of the Lord and those kinds of things. But I want to talk about the fear that we deal with in our, in our mind, our thought process that goes on on a regular basis. But I want to move us from that place of fear to a place of courage, to that place of courage. And so this morning, we're going to kind of go down this path. And you're going to have to forgive me for using some illustrations that are part of my life that happen to connect with my time spent in the police academy, law enforcement academy, ten year, a little over 10 years ago, or it was 10 years ago. And so I dipped back in there and I found some fear. And so I want to share a couple of those stories with you this morning. So I haven't, I don't talk much about that. I, mean, I haven't for a long time, but I thought, you know what, I'll throw a few of those things in. So forgive me if that is something that you're like, well, I don't want to know about that stuff. We're well, going to hear about it anyway. So, so Lord, I just thank you. This morning, I thank you for the Thanksgiving time that we've had and that we continue that thanks, Lord, and it's something that we do every day because the Bible says to have a thankful heart, and it's important for us to do that. And so each morning we get up and we thank you for each day that, we, that you've given us. So today we're thankful that we could be here today and that we could seek your face today, and thank you for our worship, God. And now we're going into looking at some scriptures in your word to help us in building our lives so that they will last Indeed, and so we're looking forward to your return, but in the meantime, we have an assignment here on earth, 
<laughs> we have an assignment, Lord, and we're, we're to learn everything we can from you so that we can give a testimony for the hope that lies within us, God. There's people out there that need to hear what we have. So this morning, we're building our foundation strong. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Fear, unpleasant, often strong emotion caused by anticipation or awareness of danger. That happens to us. So it was 10 years ago, two days ago, that really our region was rocked by fear. We had a gunman on the loose who had killed four police officers in Lakewood 10 years ago. I remember it very, very vivid because I was in the law enforcement academy at the time. But it was, it was a fearful time for our area because this guy was running around out there. And they were trying to find him, Maurice Clemens. Fortunately, he ended up finding him. But there was a lot of fear just in talking with people and uncertainty like, he's still out there. <laughs> What's going to happen? Fear can paralyze us to where we cannot be effective in life. Fear can come on us so strong, and then we're not effective for his kingdom. We're not able to do the things that God's called us to do, kingdom purpose things. But we're not supposed to be people of fear. The Bible talks about that, and we'll read that. But we're to be people of power. And that's part of being Christians, part of being believers, that we walk in the power, we walk in courage in our life. So I want to take you to one of the times in, when I was in the training in the academy where we all had to experience electricity. I don't know if you have ever been tased with a taser, but it's 50,000 volts. It's kind of high. The volts won't kill you. The amps will. That's what I've been told because that's what they said many times because I was pretty leery about this taser thing. And we all had to go through this, and I was watching as people were being tased and all of the emotion that was given from different people from screaming to expletives to rolling around on the floor to all of those things that created in me a little fear because it was my turn. I knew it was coming. And I just determined inside of me, I'm like, you know what? I am just going to do the best I can just to take this like a man and ride it out. And it's five seconds, but it seems like eternity. And there is video, I didn't dig it up to bring it and show you, uh, it's in my attic somewhere, and maybe someday I'll throw that up on the screen and you guys can experience, but it really wasn't much, because I handled it pretty cool, I will say. <laughs> uh, it didn't tickle, it's hard to explain the feeling, but uh, it wasn't fun, uh, I will say that. But I did not make any noise, I didn't yell out, I didn't scream, I didn't cry, but it's, it's interesting because people, like, what's it like? or whatever, but it really, uh, it's an electrical charge that interferes with your muscular system in your body, all that stuff in it, your nervous system, so it does is it sends these, this charge into your body, and it, it makes you, your body convulse in a way that you can't, you can't control anything, so anyway, it took me three to four years for the marks to go away on my back, <laughs> So they do leave a mark <laughs> there because I was wondering, will that ever go away? I finally did. So with that, let's jump into a scripture. <laughs> now that I have your attention, and if I see anybody kind of falling asleep a little bit, it's possible I have a taser. <laughs> the demonstration. Deuteronomy chapter 31, verse 6, it says, So be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid and do not panic 
before them. For the Lord your God will personally go ahead of you. He will neither fail you nor abandon you. Here is a good word when we're feeling a little bit fearful. Be strong and be crazy. Don't be afraid. Don't panic because we do that. We can get into this panic time when we're fearful. Understanding that God is personally going with us. He's making sure that our path is cleared so that we can get through things. We may go through challenges, but he's there. He says, I will neither ever fail you and I won't abandon you. He never leaves us. So that's the one thing that we can be guaranteed. And we see in Joshua chapter 10, in verse 7 and 8, it says, So Joshua and his entire army, including his best warriors, left Gilgal and set out for Gibeon. Do not be afraid of them, the Lord said to Joshua, for I have given you victory over them. Not a single one of them will be able to stand up to you. I like that because God's giving, again, he's given reinforcement to build confidence that I've got this, he said. I've got this. Don't worry. Don't be afraid. Don't have fear because I've already given you victory. And there's some of you today that you're in a challenge and you are waiting for God to give you victory in whatever that is. But he's reassuring you today. He's with you. He's there for you. He's going with this, through this stuff with you. And you're going to get through this. So I'll take you back again. So they had what they called a fight for life in the academy. They no longer have that because it was hurting too many people. And so uh, police departments were saying, hey, we just spent tons of money hiring these people, and we're investing a lot of money into them, and they're getting hurt in the academy, and we can't have that anymore. So whether that's a good or bad thing, but I went through while it was still where you could still be hurt. So they called it Fight for Life. And so what you did was, of course, they give you all this training and stuff, but you go in to this room, and you fight using the skills and the techniques and all of these things that they taught you, and you go against somebody who's dressed in a a suit that keeps them from getting injured because you have to go hard at this. We were, we were all lined up out in this other room and I was second to the last, I think. So there was 23, 24. And whatever was happening in the room, we couldn't see. We weren't allowed to be in there till after our turn. Well, all of a sudden somebody comes out, their nose is bleeding. Then pretty soon a paramedic shows up and they go in there, and I'm getting fearful, honestly, very afraid, because I'm like, I don't know if I want to do this. This doesn't look good, and so people are getting injured, I'm like, and I was like, Lord, you have to help me. I wish I would have went first, and I would, you know, I had to see all this stuff, but then I felt like God's like changed everything inside of me to all of a sudden begin to develop some courage, like, okay, devise a plan of action going in there. Steve, what were you trained? What were you taught? How were you taught to deal with these kinds of things? So I began to build up courage inside of me that I was determined that once that door opened and I ran in there, that I was going 100% at this thing and I wasn't gonna stop. So I, you know, you teach you all of these things, Muay Thai and all the different uh, stuff that you do. And it's not really my personality, it wasn't, to go fight somebody. That's just not me, but... This was what we were required to do. Man, I just went in there and went at it hard. And I ended up coming out of it unscathed in a sense of not like the rest. And I just, I used the, the fear that was there 
and allowed it to be turned into courage and determination to change the outcome of what that was going to be. In our life, I think that's so important for us to do that. It's when we're facing a fear of whatever that is, that we need to take that and pray and say, God, help me turn this fear into courage, into something where I can win this situation, whatever I'm in. And so we go in and we do that. And so that's important for us to do. This portion of scripture I want to read out of Daniel. It's not on your screen, but I just felt like this is for somebody today. Somebody, you need to answer prayer. And so this is for you. And this is Daniel in Daniel chapter 10, starting in verse 4. And it says this, on April 23rd, that's my oldest daughter's birthday, as I was standing on the bank of the great Tigris River, I looked up and saw a man dressed in linen clothing with a belt of pure gold around his waist. His body looked like a precious gem. His face flashed like lightning and his eyes flamed with torches. His arms and feet shone like polished bronze and his voice roared like a vast multitude of people. Only I, Daniel, saw this vision. The men with me saw nothing, but they were suddenly terrified and ran away to hide. So I was left there all alone to see this amazing vision. My strength left me, my face grew deathly pale, and I felt very weak. Then I heard the man speak, and when I heard the sound of his voice, I fainted and lay there with my face to the ground. Just then a hand touched me and lifted me, still trembling to my hands and knees. And the man said to me, Daniel, you are very precious to God. So listen carefully to what I have to say to you. Stand up, for I've been sent to you. When he said this to me, I stood up, still trembling. Then he said, don't be afraid, Daniel. Since the day, the first day you began to pray for understanding and to humble yourself before your God, your request has been heard in heaven. I have come to answer your prayer. I just felt like God gave me that for somebody today. I don't know who that is here today, but you needed to hear. You, you've been waiting for an answer to a prayer. And you've been to that place where you just feel it's such a challenge. And then this, the Holy Spirit just comes into your situation. You're down on your knees. You're seeking God. And, and he touches you. And he said, don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. I've got this. I've got this. You're going to be able to get through this. He's come to answer your prayer today. So somebody here, maybe there's more than one, but you need to take heart, grab a hold of this thing. Get before God. The request that you have, he's heard it. He's heard it. Now you just need to, in faith and courage, to go after that and say, Lord, and you need to say this, Lord, thank you for answering my prayer. Even though you don't see it answered right now, just already thank him for that, for that answered prayer this morning. So that, that's for, for you today, somebody here today. All right, let's go into 2, or 2 Timothy 1, verse 6 and 7. It says, this is why I remind you to fan into flames the spiritual gift God gave you when I laid my hands on you. For God has not given us a spirit of fear and timidity, but of power, love, and self-discipline. Remember, God has not given us that spirit of fear. That doesn't come from him. It comes from another source. It comes from the enemy. He's given us power, love, self-discipline, or, or sound mind. And that's, that's who God is. He's, he's coming to us today to reaffirm that in our life. And we see in Hebrews chapter 13, starting in the second part of verse 5, said, for God has said, I will never fail you. I want everybody to say right now, he will never fail me. He, he, will, never, he will never fail you. I will never abandon you. 
So we can say with confidence, the Lord is my helper, so I will have no fear. What can mere people do to me? Yeah, people can't do anything to you. We're, we're walking in the power of God. You know, I was thinking back when I was 11 years old. 11 years old is probably, because I was in the fifth grade, toward, toward the latter part of my fifth grade year, I was out playing in the yard one day, and the kid who delivered the newspapers to us, and he was probably 14 or 15, whatever, he was telling me, hey, I'm moving out of town. I'm, I'm not going to be doing my paper route anymore. Would you like to have a paper route delivering newspapers? And so I said, sure. I mean, that would be cool. Make some money. And uh, so I, I was 11 at the time. You had to be 12 to have a paper out for delivering the, the Daily Olympian newspaper. And um, so I said, well, I'm not 12 yet. And he goes, well, let me put your name in and stuff. And so I got a call. And before I even turned 12 years old, I had a paper out. And I had like 60, 65 customers, something like that, that I had to deliver every day. Now, the Sunday paper back then came out on Saturday night. And uh, when you're 11 years old, 12 years old, Saturday night, it's pitch dark out. In the wintertime, it's pouring rain. And a little 11-year-old kid going through the neighborhood and having to ride through some darker areas and stuff, I, I had fear. And every little noise, I had these papers on the front and the back in this bag riding my bike. And when you, know, you go up to a house and all of a sudden the bushes... <laughs> You know what I'm talking about, the, the cat or whatever it is. And my heart's just pounding out of my chest. And I'm thinking, man, there's, there's a lot of fear going on in me. This is a little kid. I'm like, what did I think taking this paper out? This is, kind of, this is supposed to be for grown people. But it was something I had to overcome at a young age, the fear of whatever that was, realizing that the reality was there was not a boogeyman hiding, waiting to, to grab me and whatever. I mean, it's possible, I guess, but... It didn't happen, and, and, uh, but I, it gave me an opportunity to spend time like asking God to protect me. So I always think that the times where we're in something that's fearful, take advantage of God who's there for you. Yeah. Because so often we pull back or we, we go into our little corner and, you know, woe is me stuff, and this fear is, is tormenting me. When he says, come to me, come to me, and, that, and he's here for us in that time. So take advantage of that when you're doing that. So we're in this place where we're moving from fear to being free to be courageous. We need to become courageous people. And it's characterized by courage, willing to step into the unknown, because really that's what fear it creates. It's, there's the unknown. We don't know what's there, what's ahead. And so all of these things we can conjure up of what is the thing that I'm fearful of, but God wants us to get to that place where we can develop the courage to step into that unknown knowing that he has us. He's got us. We can't do this on our own because we just can't. We're in our own mind. We're weak in our body so often. And so God is the strength of our life. And so we need to grab onto him. And so when we're pursuing God's leading in our life, we must declare that he has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind, a disciplined mind. And so that's important for us. And again, if we have fear, it didn't come from God. It didn't. So we have to realize that he's there for us. Lay hold of the courage just like Joshua did. And we're going to read a scripture on that in a moment. I want to tell you one more story, take you back to the academy. And so we, 
were in class learning about certain things. What They taught us so many things. But then at some point, you would have a scene or a scenario that you had to prove that whatever you learned, you could handle that situation. So one day, they said, okay, um, we're, you're going to individually go into this room, and there's going to be a situation, whatever that is, and when the, when the tarp goes back, you deal with whatever that is uh, on an instantaneous moment. And so you're supposed to be a law enforcement officer. You've got a, a weapon, actually. It's, they use the, um, like, it's paintball on steroids, really. It's, it hurts, trust me. But you're not shooting bullet, real bullets, so just so you know, there's not real bullets involved. But it, it is painful. And so you, you've been given that, and then other people have those too. So this was another situation where people were walking back into the room, and it was obvious that they experienced some sort of pain because they had uh, paint marks on their body from being shot. And I thought, okay, obviously this is not a good scene for me. So again, I'm going through this whole process. All right, Steve, think of something that is possible in your training that you've been trained in and make it work. Whatever that is, go right to that instinctively and take on whatever this is. Have the courage to take, take the fight to the, to the enemy, so to speak. So I go in there and they, they give you these like riot helmet thing with the little shield because obviously you don't want to get that in the face but so with that included means to me this is amped up this isn't good so I'm standing with this tarp here and that they say just stand there with your hands on your side and wait oh man a little fear and all of a sudden the tarp goes away the curtain whatever it was and right Three feet in front of me is somebody pointed a gun right at my face. Of course, it's not real bullets, okay? But it's the same one I have. And instantaneously, I remembered what I learned. Because they taught me how to disarm somebody with a gun pointed at your face. They taught us that. And it's so important. Now, I didn't miss a second. And I had that gun out of his hand so fast. It shocked me. But it, it, I was thinking about, wow. Because when, when we're reading the word of God and we're putting this stuff in, in us and we're learning this and we're getting this in us, we have to go immediately to those things instinctively. What have we been taught? What have we learned? What's our foundation for? What, what do we do? Because instead of panicking, and what happened was with so many of those people that went in there that were doing the same thing I did, is they walked in and immediately fear overcame them instead of going in and taking care of the business, they stepped back and tried to draw their gun. Well, by that time, they're, they're done. Boom, 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 boom. It's, you know, so there's, it was panic of the fear of the enemy, and I believe God's called us, we need to, we need to go at the enemy, and, and he needs to be defeated. We, need, we don't back off, we don't shy off, we don't wait and be reactive, but we, we're on the offense, and we go at him. We do what we need to do. And we take the gun and we turn it on him. Whatever it is we need to do. Those things that we have been taught and trained. And so if you're here today, well, I don't, I'm not there yet. The cool thing is you can get there. Yes. You can get there. There's discipleship. There's foundational things. Get around somebody who's a Christian, who's been a believer, that can show you the word of God. Just like I'm telling you scriptures this morning that you can go to and say, if this happens, this is what I need to do. Yeah. So it's important for us just to instinctively 
When we, first, when we start things and we get into a fear situation, we challenge, we fight it for a while. We're trying to figure this out. But the more we deal with it and the more we look in the word, the more we're able to call that up and deal with it instantaneously. We're able to take the fight to the enemy. So it's important for us in our spiritual walk, same as in our physical life when we do that, in our spiritual walk with the Lord, that we are able to go and use those tools given to us. Can I get an amen? Amen. So Joshua chapter 1, starting in verse 6. Be strong and courageous, for you are the one who will lead these people to possess all the land I swore to their ancestors that I would give them. Be strong and very courageous. Be careful to obey all the instructions Moses gave to you. Do not deviate from them, turning either to the right or to the left. Then you will be successful in everything you do. Study this book of instruction continually. Telling us, meditate on it day and night so you'll be sure to obey everything written in it. Only then you will prosper and succeed in all you do. This is my command. Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid or discouraged, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. Man, we have to consume the word. We have to get in and we have to meditate on it. We have to, to look up scripture. We have to pray these things. And it says only then you will prosper. Because you know why we don't prosper? Because we don't use the word God's given us. And we struggle and we're in this battle all the time and we're contending. And he just says, come on, just meditate on my word. Go to my word. Study it. Get it in you. So that when the enemy comes, when fear comes, you can immediately know, I'm a, I can deal with this. I can draw this up right now and go for it. Because he says, be strong and courageous multiple times here. That's the thing. So when fear comes, we just begin to say, no, I'm not going to accept that. I'm going to be courageous. I'm going to be strong. I'm going to get through this thing. 1 Corinthians 16, 13 and 14. Be on guard. That's the other thing. On guard. I just thought of this. When I was in eighth grade, we did fencing. Anybody know what fencing is? I thought it was kind of weird. Um, but it, Kind of fun, too. I, I just try to figure it out, you know, where you put on all the gear and stuff, the white garb and the face thing, and, you're, and you have to hit them or whatever and score points with your fence. It's not a fence. I don't know why they call it a fence. It's, a, it's yeah, some kind of a, but it's a flexible tip thing, so you don't kill people with it. So tell me why it's called fencing. Nobody knows. That's right. You'll look it up later. Or some of you will look it up right now, because even though I don't want you to, because you're going to defy everything. I'm going to look it up. Be on guard. Stand firm in the faith. Be courageous. Be strong. And do everything with love. Wow. How do we treat people with love? How, how do we be on guard and do all those things, and, but yet we do it with love? Because we can do that because of the love that God has shown us and given us. That we can be courageous, courageous and say, man, God loved me so much. And guess what? I love you. Because that's what I say so many times. Love God. Love people. I mean, it's such a simple thing for us, but it's so hard to do sometimes. Going from fear to being courageous, and that's the challenge. But I want to encourage you today. Hopefully, you took something from today that will help solidify your foundation even more, that you can become courageous, that you can go against whatever the enemy has done. I want to read one more scripture and then make a comment. But this last scripture in Proverbs 28.1 says, The wicked run away. When no one is chasing them. But the godly are as bold as lions. We need to be bold today in that. And we need to go after. 
whatever it is that's in front of us, that the enemy has given us the tools. And if you feel like you don't have the tools, they're in the word. And they're, get around people who, who have been there and done that. And that's how we learn. You know, we're going into a season, we're in the season right now. Jeff was telling us about the hope class that we're doing. But we're in the season of people are dealing with depression, anxiety, fear, all of these things that are happening. And this is a season that as somebody who has worked in law enforcement as, and as a current chaplain in the community, suicide is so rampant in this time of season. I, it's a passion of mine. <laughs> However, God uses me and leads to use me is to see this stuff change. And it's with God's help. But my heart goes out to these families every time I go to a situation in this. And there's so much fear. and uh, uh, There's so, many, so much that's going on in our society, in our community. And that's why God is telling us, be vessels of love, of encouragement, of helping people. So we're in this season. Let's go out of our way to get out of ourselves and to put ourselves into somebody else's life and help encourage and help bring them through challenging, difficult times. There's something that he's given us assignment. Each one of you have an assignment by God and you might have a, everyone's gifted differently, but whatever that is, it has to do with people. It does, it has to do with people. So your assignment isn't just to sit home and, and wait for the second coming of Christ. That's a cool time. That's a cool day. But our assignment is to get out. Wherever your sphere of influence is, wherever God's called you, to let no, people know that there's somebody who loves them, that has a great plan for their life. Would you stand with me this morning? We're going to sing a song this morning. And I, I just, I do want to give specific opportunity this morning for a couple things that I'd love to pray with you for. Number one, you're, you're dealing with fear. Because we all do. We all raise our hand. But you're dealing with a situation right now and you, you need answered prayer. I want to pray for you this morning. And also, I want to pray for anybody here today that you're here and you've never really accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. Maybe you know of him, maybe you've attended church, maybe you've just kind of, you've heard things and you're just kind of figure it out life. But I, I wanna pray for you this morning because he has a plan for you. He has a purpose for you. And it's not to be on the fringe, it's not to be on the outside just kind of waiting for somebody else to do something. But he said, you're, I want you in the game. That's the cool thing about being a part of the kingdom, part of God's team, is we're not on the sidelines. There's no second or third stringers. We're all first stringers. We put ourselves on the bench. He doesn't do that. We need to get, get off the bench. We need to get out in the field and, and, and do what we're called to do. So I want to encourage you this morning. But if you feel like today would be so good for me, I, I don't know a whole lot about the love of God, but I, I'm, I want that, whatever it is. Because what we read in, our, in the scriptures this morning, he's there for us. So as we sing this song, just come on up. I'd love to pray for you this morning. 
and whatever, uh, if you have any other needs, we want to pray for those as well. But again, thank you for coming this morning. And I, I believe God is speaking to us. And if you're here today and you have ears to hear what God is saying, you're going to hear, you're going to get something today. So I, I'm thankful that you're here today. And to tell you again, God loves you. God loves you. Thank you for listening to City Life Church Podcast. 